Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the all new True Crime Never Sleeps podcast with your host, Larry Lease. Join us every week this season as we dive into the life and crimes of serial killers. From the butcher baker, Robert Hansen, to the Golden State Killer, Joseph D'Angelo. Crimes are never to be left unpunished, no matter how long it takes for the truth to divulge. Sequential crimes that shook, shocked the great London in 1888 remain unsolved and the perpetrator remains unpunished by the law. The crime that took place a century ago remains a mystery to this present generation, and so many fingers is being pointed at different people, but no one fits the cap for the punishment, as the inve- investigation cannot prove 100% who did that gruesome act. Investigation still hasn't been halted as reports still keep on coming irrespective of the year it happened. This is True Kind Never Sleeps, I'm Larry Lace, and today we're diving into the Jack the Ripper. In 1888, from August to November, the Whitechapel area of London was in great shock to, to discoveries upon discoveries of women who were gruesomely killed by an unknown person. The mystery remains undivulged as no standard evidence has been proven who committed this act. This crime was tagged Canical 5, which was targeted at female prostitutes. There's been a lot of speculation about the gender of this perpetrator based on evidence of weapons and the mutilations that occurred, which showed a knowledge of human anatomy. It is revealed that the perpetrator might be a doctor or butcher. On August 31st, 1888, the first murder took place. The victim... Mary Ann Nichols was murdered. Although Martha 
Tabram, who was stabbed to death on the 6th of August, has been considered to be the first victim by some ripperologists. This same incident, which happens to be sequential, was repeated in the same manner on September 8, 1888. Annie Chapman, which happens to be the second victim. The mystery surrounding the identity of the infamous London serial murder had become so complex as the murders themselves, and the London police, as well as people from all over the world, are still speculating on Jack the Ripper's true identity. Arguably, it can be called one of the most investigated crimes of the century, but yet couldn't produce or find the murderer. Quite a several suspects came upon the theories of legions of Ripperologists over the decades in the lineup of the possible suspects was the father of Winston Churchill, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland author Lewis Carroll, and Prince Albert Victor, grandson of Queen Victoria, and second in line to the British throne. Some have speculated Jack the Ripper could be a female, and the term Jill the Ripper surfaced. And female suspects include Mary Parsi, who was executed in 1890 after butchering her lover's wife and child with a carving knife in a similar manner to the notorious serial killer. This gruesome act didn't end there as the perpetrator continued on the 30th of September, 1888. Elizabeth Stride and Catherine Adelson were murdered, and this was the first and probably the last time Jack the Ripper had two victims in a day. They were killed in the same manner. However, some believe that Jack the Ripper could have been responsible for up to 11 separate murders in London between 1888 and 1891. This gruesome act was yet repeated again, and dumbfoundedly, no identity behind all these atrocious murders were established. On November 9, 1888, Mary Jane Kelly was murdered in the same manner that got the term Jack the Ripper, and some opposed to Jill the Ripper. The investigation was conducted by the London police interviewing over 2,000 people, investigating 300, and detaining 80 people. With all this massive investigation, there was no identity as to who was or were Jack the Ripper. However, during investigations, police narrowed down the suspects to several men, though none were formally charged. Five of the most likely suspects behind the London's Jack the Ripper murders, as well as the facts against them. Montague John Druitt, Montague John Druitt was an Oxford-educated man from a fairly good family, although some believe that he was sexually insane. He was born in Wimborne, Minster, Dorset, and during his lifetime he once worked as an assistant schoolmaster in Blackheath, London. Although there may not be any concrete scientific evidence against him, the fact that the murders in London's East End ended after his suicide convinced one London detective that Druitt was Jack the Ripper himself. Many experts believe Druitt was behind the murder, as they are convinced that Jack the Ripper was a Whitechapel local. Druitt resided a few miles away from Whitechapel on the other side of the Thames, and he was also seen in the Whitechapel area around the time of the Jack the Ripper murders as well. On November 9, 1888, seven weeks after the murder of Mary Jane Kelly, which is believed to be Jack the Ripper's final murder, Druitt's body was found floating in the Thames. Investigators believe that the cause of death was a suicide and that he had been at the bottom of the river for at least several weeks around the time of Mary Jane Kelly's murder. Another likely suspect behind London's Jack the Ripper murders was 54-year-old German merchant sailor Karl Feigenbaum, 
He was known to be a psychopath who confessed to mutilating women, and even his lawyer believed that his client was Jack the Ripper as well. He went by many aliases during his lifetime and was known to be working as a merchant on ships that had been docked near Whitechapel. Records prove that Feigenbaum was working in Whitechapel on every single day of the five Jack the Ripper murders in London's East End, and he and his co-workers were often seen at the nearby brothels as well. After he emigrated to America sometime around 1890, he was convicted of murdering a woman by the name of Juliana Hoffman and was sentenced sent to the electric chair for the crime. Experts also stated that there were striking similarities between the Jack the Ripper murders and the slaying of Hoffman. Aaron Kosminski, several highly esteemed police officers believe that the Polish barber was behind the Jack the Ripper murders in London, and the fact that his mitochondrial DNA was found on Catherine Eddowes' shawl certainly doesn't help his case. Kosminski was born sometime between 1864 1865 in Russia and had settled in London in the early 1880s. He was a Jew, he was Jewish, and was living and working as a hairdresser in Whitechapel during the time of the Jack the Ripper murders. He had a very strong hatred of women, had homicidal tendencies, and was even sent to an asylum in 1889, where he died shortly after. Police documents from the time of the Jack the Ripper murders revealed that his official suspected man by the name of wasn't pinpointed as the suspect until many years later. According to USA Today in its report, it says researchers have finally unmasked Jack the Ripper, the infamous serial killer who terrorized London in the late 1800s. A forensic investigation published in the Journal of Forensic Science identified the killer as the Aaron Kuzminski, 23-year-old Polish barber and prime suspect at the time. The fourth on the Jack the Ripper list is Francis Craig. In recent years, many Ripperologists have started believing that Mary Jane Kelly's husband was behind all the Jack the Ripper killings in London. Craig was working as a reporter at the time of the murders and was even covering the police courts and inquests on the Whitechapel murders, as well as other crimes in London's East End. Craig was born in 1837, the son of a well-known Victorian social reformer. He lived in Whitechapel on Mile End Road, which is just seven minutes away from the first Jack the Ripper murder scene. And in 1884, he married Elizabeth Weston Davies, who is believed to have been a prostitute who went by the name of Mary Jane Kelly, the Ripper's final victim. Theories suggest that once Craig discovered his wife was working as a prostitute, she went into hiding in the East End under her pseudonym. Craig started plotting her murder, but disguised his involvement by killing other prostitutes in the area beforehand. The final person to make the Jack the Ripper list is Walter Sickert. Sickert was born in Munich in 1860 and emigrated with his family to London in 1869. Sickert was known for painting prostitutes and some believe that he used to insert clues and symbols about Jack the Ripper murders into his artwork. Some experts suggest that the clues are so similar to the actual crime scenes that only the true murderer could have painted them. It is also believed that Sickert was Impotent after having several surgeries on his privates. Experts have always suggested that Jack the Ripper may have had some kind of impotence problem, which is why he targeted prostitutes so violently. Many serial killers throughout history have proven to be or suffer from sexual problems as the 
Cornwell also found mitochondrial DNA on several of Jack the Ripper's letters, which were matched to several letters written by Sickert. But it still wasn't enough to convince ex experts that Sickert was behind London's Jack the Ripper murders. Unfortunately, Sickert passed away in 1952 and took his secrets to his grave. This is one of the most perplexing crimes and cases of all, of all time. Has the perpetrator gone to Scott Creek? Still more mystery than we know. On our Twitter page at TrueCrimeNS and use the hashtag Jack the Ripper. I'm Larry Lease and this is the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Thank you for listening. Join us next week as we dive into it. the life and crimes of another serial killer. Thank you for listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Follow us on Twitter at True Crime. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.